is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This episode of Dr. Action and the Kick-Ass Kid Commentary starts in the middle of a conversation we were having about a certain pair of jeans Ms. Cynthia Rothrock wears during the film Guardian Angel uh, and the fact that the buttocks of said jeans are purposely bleached. Um, so that is where we pick up today's episode. The last thing you really want to do with your female lead is to highlight the buttocks. Yeah, quite, quite, <laughs> it's quite the fact that she's wearing shit jeans. Yes. Uh, directed by Munchkin. Yes. Oh, it is? Yeah. By Munchkin, who did, uh, that we've had on the show? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, then. It is a good movie. It's one of her best. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. She won an Oscar for it. <laughs> she should have won an Oscar for it. Sadly, none of her movies, and this is absolutely true, none of Cynthia Rothrock's United States North American movies got a cinematic release. I know, it's shocking, isn't it? Even Jeff Speakman got a cinematic release. Yeah. Uh, Gary Daniels got a cinematic release. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Seagal got new. several. Yes, uh, Gary, Gary Daniels' new one. Definitely going to get... It's, uh, it looks a bit looks oh, Oscar his, bait. His new one, Nungungjin, or whatever it's called. <laughs> I'm trying to catch it as an actor. Yes. We actually, yeah, we should we should talk about this. Um, so anyway, so what we were talking about <laughs> before um, was uh, the Cynthia Rothrock movie, Guardian Angel, which we're going to be doing tonight. Um, but uh, uh, also, Gary Daniels, have we told this story? We reached out to Gary Daniels for an interview on the show and um, he responded eventually uh, via Facebook, and he was like, uh, I'm not doing an audio interview. I refuse to do that. I'll do a written interview, uh, but don't ask about martial arts. Only ask about acting. Uh, uh, don't bother to ask me, like, what was it like to make this film? Ask something imaginative and inventive. Is what he said. So he sent us all these stipulations to which I didn't respond because <laughs> fuck that. Uh, yeah, I, I think you said we should do it anyway. And I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought about I mean, it. What, you get, yeah. Yeah, what, are you, what are we going to ask? What are we going to ask? We're an action podcast. Yeah. So, yeah what Jury was it Hawk's like? Vengeance, uh, when you had to remove your shirt, what was the process that you went through that? Uh, what about when you had to play a Hasidic Jew at one point in the film, but then shoot some mothers? Um, at what point did you uh, research Judaism? Did you go to Israel? Did you hang out at some synagogues? What, 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 well, how did you get into the character, Gary? Yeah, are, are you an actor of the method? Yes. Uh, I, we should have. What we should have done is we should have really obnoxiously written lots of questions. About 
you know, acting, the method and Stanislavski, and I really could have gone into it and, like, dragged out some of my theatre studies to A-level. <laughs> like, asked him about, have you ever been in a play by Moliere? You know, like, we could have really, like... <laughs> what does he say in Breakfast Club that always makes me laugh? Because I actually studied it in theatre studies. He goes, oh, yes, because Mole really pumps my nads. Um, but... <laughs> Uh, we could have asked him loads of questions about uh, about. Uh, There's no saying that we st- we still can't do it. We true. could still do it. That would be should hilarious. Have some really, really, really good questions, and by the end of his by the end of him reading it, it would just be going. I could tell you about City, haven't I? Yeah, I could. I could tell you about <laughs> the time I worked with Jackie Chan, uh, and the time yeah. I did kickboxing for a living. Um, but yeah, I mean that would be like. You know, speaking to Steven Seagal and not asking about ponytail waxing. I mean, really, come on. Uh, you know, that's what he's famous for in the same way that Gary Daniels is famous for kickboxing, but no, didn't want to be asked about martial arts at all, which I just thought was bonkers. <laughs> it's, it, it's what he's known for. Yeah. I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, we're not going to get Meryl Streep on the after movie diner, get her on there and go, what, what should we talk about then, John? Ask, you go, ask her about mu- yeah. Ask her about muff diving. Yeah. Well, so, Meryl, like you've been I'm yeah, not a you've been happily married for many years. You're known as one of the greatest uh, film actresses of yours or any generation. Um, so, what's it like when you get your tongue right deep up in someone's snatch? <laughs> uh, <laughs> in fact, I might ask that question. Um, but no, the funny thing is, is that Daniels has continued to have video releases come out. Well, according to his Facebook page, I can't find him anywhere. Um, but <laughs> according to his face, he keeps <laughs> he keeps posting up images and posters from films he's apparently made. Um, I think him and uh, Eric uh, Roberts and uh, um, they're going for it, aren't they? They're, it's they're like just, a fight. I think they just they just sit around and make trailers and then claim these films are coming out. Yeah, they're coming out. They're coming out in uh, Cambodia. It's a limited release. Yeah, great, great. There's some five it's, people in a month. It's a limited gonna release say. in there. I'm <laughs> going to be up for some sort of best act of the award. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Eric. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's a good actor, actually. Eric he is. He's a good actor. But the, the, the funny thing is, is out of all these latest releases, all of them are action movies except for one. So there's... Well, unless you count Santa's... Summer home and uh, what was that dance off one he's going to do? Like some <laughs> <laughs> some really low budget version of Step It Up to the Streets or whatever. Uh, I have no idea. So out of his entire filmography, three are non-action based. One's a kids film. Yeah. One's one's a film that I don't know he's going to see. Yeah. And one of them's a, a cheaply made flash dance knockoff. Yeah, and what, what, the, what, the one that I don't think anyone's going to see is the one that he's been promoting lately on his Facebook page, which is called something like Nung Jun Jian, something like that. Yeah. It's, like, it's a bit like me going at the end of the show going, oh, by the way, people, uh, I've got a new podcast coming out. It's about paint drying. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> for an hour... You can come and talk to me. Uh, I, I answer emails and I just sit and watch paint dry. Uh, <laughs> I it's, it's answer more, emails. It, I love that. Yeah. 
People write in. So what colour of Dulux colour emulsion are you going to be uh, watching dry tonight? Well, I'm glad you asked, Nigel of Norfolk. Uh, let me uh, <laughs> answer that right now. I'm, I'm what I'm looking Ocean Breeze. It's called Ocean Breeze. It's kind of a yeah. pale blue. It's like a pale blue. But as 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 I lather it onto the piece of wood, as I as it starts to to dry, it takes a lighter colour. It's a lighter shade of blue. It kind of dries it's, uh... almost with a grey tinge to it. <laughs> and then next week you go, how's the podcast going? Yeah, I've scrapped it. <laughs> scrapped it. I've answered all my emails in the first week. Yeah, it's it's off my bucket list. Yeah. I've got it. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got a, a, a podcast on interesting uh, molds that I've <laughs> that I found in my bathroom. Uh, I haven't done any scientific research, so it's just a podcast of me going. Oh, there appears to be a blacky one and a browny one. I don't know if that's mold or a bit of toothpaste. No, it's dried toothpaste. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the <laughs> podcast I'm thinking of doing. It's, it's oh, it's my uh, it's my fested up babies. Yes, <laughs> Fest, what <laughs> fested up babies? My fested up babies. Oh, oh, I see. Like your ejaculate. Yes, your dried spuffage. Oh, semen. <laughs> We're going to go all very medically technical here tonight on Doctor Ash and the Kickass Kid. Talking of which, sir, should we have the theme tune and then should we start the show? Let's do it. Three years ago, in 2012, a crack duo, one martial arts expert and surprisingly good mimic, the other a weapons specialist and professionally bearded, were sent to separate recording stations thousands of miles apart to do an 80s and 90s action commentary podcast for a crime they happily committed. Something James Spader told them about that involved an industrial drum of coconut butter hand lotion and a common household whisk. These men promptly created a passion-filled wave of action adoration that swept throughout the internet underground. Today, still wanted by Steven Seagal for making one too many jokes about his expanding gut and knitted hair, they survive as podcasters of fortune. If you love action, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you should be listening to Dr. Action and the Kick-Ass Kid commentaries. This podcast, people, explodes. Hello and welcome to Doctor Action and the Kick-Ass Kid Commentary Podcast. I am Doctor Action. And I am and the Kick-Ass Kid. And welcome, uh, because tonight we have got a very special film indeed, uh, which will be Guardian Angel. It's not very special at all, it's just a Cynthia Rothrock PM Entertainment joint directed by previous guest of the show, Richard Munchkin. So, um... <laughs> uh, you had some news this week, Doc. It's Doctor Action News. Last week, I went to a special screening in London town of Everly. With well, the don't director. go on about it, for fuck's sake. So anyway, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. With director Joe Lynch. Joe Lynch. Uh, I think, have we said about the film before? What, Everly? Yeah. It's a biopic of the Everly brothers. Um, well, it's, it's a, bio- it a biopic is. of one of them. Just the Everly brother, hence Everly and not Everly's. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I didn't realise all that happened to him. I didn't realise he was engaged in and prostitution had, rackets and the Yakuza. And he had a post... Well, it was post-sex change, of course. 
Yeah, it's a, it's, it really goes in depth. It does, and, yeah. Uh, Salma Hayek plays in beautifully. I know, and that prosthetic cock, who would have thought it? Who'd have thought it? It's better than boogie nights. I can't, I can't imagine, though, how painful it was for her to keep her chest strapped down as much as it was she did to play a man the whole film. Well, I, I mean, you know, somebody had to do it. Somebody and, was pressed them and pressing them. Right, until the quick sex change she has in the middle of the movie and then, boing, out they come. Uh, yeah, bouncy, uh, bouncy, oh. time for dinner. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Sorry, Chief, I'm, I'm already sabotaging your uh, uh, Everly conversation. Please continue, I'm, I'm on tenterhooks. It, it, was a, it was a great night. I uh, drove down to London, got the tickets the day before. Free? 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 Free, free. free action? <laughs> uh, <got. laughs> free action? Free action. Uh, went down. Nice. Stood outside. My my friend met up with me, who lives in London. Nice. Um, and as we're standing in the queue waiting to go in, he didn't get he didn't get a ticket. Sadly, uh, off. We'll look over. Walking down the street, director Joe Lynch comes and shakes everybody who's in the queue by the hand and says thank you for coming. Which is a nice touch. Signed wait, my wait, sorry, people, people were coming. What on, online for the cinema? Coming, yeah. yeah. Was it was it all over the floor then, or, or... it was everywhere? I slipped over once, cracked oh, my head. Okay, yeah, you missed it. <laughs> yeah, um, they need to get they need to get more ejaculate friendly friendly guttering in London. I've well, always it said might, that. It might have been, especially considering what a wanker Boris Johnson is. <laughs> 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 and we were in the middle of Soho. Yeah. Oh well, there there we go then. Uh, did yeah, you walk through Soho? I did, yeah. I was looking at my phone. <laughs> I didn't know where the fuck I was going. I was looking at my phone. Nice. You didn't see the... Do they still have... Like, I remember going back to London when, when I was like 13, 14, back in the early 90s, and they, they would actually have women sort of sat in the doorway of, of like, uh, strip shows and knocking shops and stuff sort of beckoning you in. Do they still have that, or...? I didn't see it. I've been okay. told it's still there, but I didn't see it. Yeah. All right. Carry on anyway, sir. Yeah, they were, they were, so, yeah, they were shakes, ejaculating all of the things. Shakes everybody by the hand. Probably uh, not wise after all that masturbation. No, no. And uh, he gets my friend in for free. Uh, nice. Who hadn't got a ticket. Sat down and watched the film. Did a Q and A. Uh, he's a lovely guy. And then he says, "Right, who's coming to the pub?" And we went to the pub with him. Wow. And, uh, he told him, and he uh, told us about the making of the film. Congratulated us on the podcast. Nice. Uh, and told us his favourite scene in Roadhouse is the bit where Patrick Swayze catches his bouncer friend shagging the bird in the back. Yeah, that is a cracking scene from last week's show, no less. Yeah. Yes, yes, because he asked what the next show was, and I said Roadhouse. Nice. And he said, that's fucking awesome. Well, let's hope he listened, because I think Mm. that uh, anybody in the industry would really appreciate our insights well we, well, we were both there in 1989. We, we, were, uh, we were grips. Yeah, we were. Well, well someone was gripping to... hold of something, especially during that scene. Yeah. Hold on to it, Kelly. <laughs> Kelly Lynch. Yeah. Same, uh, same uh, soundtrack imagine if you to lost that your, love scene. Imagine, imagine uh, that would be a great story, wouldn't it, if you actually lost your virginity to her when you were nine. That would be amazing. Yeah. You'd, uh, you, you know, you'd have to tell everybody, wouldn't you? I think I lost my uh, um, wank virginity to her when I was nine. Or at least mm-hmm. someone like her. It would have been her or Sharon Stone or one of those who was doing kind of softcore stuff of that time. 
I would have lost my wank virginity to her. Yeah, uh, 92 was basic instinct, wasn't it? Yeah. I remember. I remember Although I my, feel uh, like I was wanking before 92. I, I mean, I, oh, I... I was doing it back in the 60s when it was all groovy and shit. No, I, th- I think I was probably wanking pre, pre-10. pre I think I was probably wanking around sort of 7 or 8, I would imagine. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Did nothing be coming out. No, nothing comes out. Nothing <laughs> comes out until you until you pass puberty. But I was definitely masturbating while nothing was coming out. I remember that because it was so much easier. And then now, when stuff comes out, you're like, oh fuck! Now I've got to clean it up, or wank into a sock, or do something, or walk around with like sticky jeans. And you're like, oh, I don't want fucking that. Fuck that! Like it was so much easier when shit didn't come out. Who needs babies anyway? <laughs> no, imagine that though. You start doing it when you're eight and nine. Nobody ever tells you what happens. And when you're 12, something comes out at the end, you'll be like, oh, my God, I broke it. Yeah, right into my eye as well. (laughs) (laughs) I was a lot more flexible back then. No, it's weird, isn't it? Because all that shit just kind of happens. I don't remember anyone ever telling me anything about it. Or like, oh, you shouldn't do that, or you should do that, or whatever. I don't remember any of that. I just remember doing it, and then one day, stuff coming out and going, oh, okay. I just, you know what I mean? Or having a wet dream or something. And being like, oh, yeah. I've, I've made it all sticky, Mum. Um, <laughs> I think I've pissed out glue. <laughs> I think I've pissed out humbrol paint. Well, put it on your model, dear. Use it to adhere the little stickers on the back of your RAF model. Um, <laughs> did you ever try and do that? Like... I remember when I was a kid, and I don't want to get too sidetracked again, but I, re- what, I remember... sticking my mods together with <laughs> Never did it. No, no, no. Never but did like, it. But, like, you would go to the toy shop, right? And this was before you really knew what you were good at or what you enjoyed doing or anything like that. And you would get, like, a model, because you'd be like, oh, yeah, I want a fucking, you know, sop with camel or something. <laughs> Some fucking plane, right? And you would buy it, and then you would try and put it together, and it was just fucking miserable, because you realised what you didn't have was the patience and or the skill to be able to do it properly. <laughs> yeah, I had plenty of uh, fixer kits yeah, stacked right. up. Are and you ever going to make them? Am I fault? Am I fault? <laughs> well, they, I would make they them. They defeated me. I would make them, but, like, the wing would be on the top of the plane like a shark's fin. The other <laughs> wing would be broken in two and stuck up its ass. Like, it wouldn't look like a normal thing. It would <laughs> It would look deranged, and then I would just put transfers all over my face. And Mum was like, I think that has to go on the plane. No, on my face! And then I'd run outside and take some crack. That was kind of my childhood. Yeah, no, I I was shit. The only ones I had, and I think my dad more or less did them, was uh, I had two models of the Starship Enterprise. Oh, nice, very nice. But he did it for you because you were shit at it. I was totally shit at it. Yeah, I was always it shit was, at it. It uh, was Christmas presents, and uh, I just gave them to my dad and went, there you go. And I remember absolutely begging my parents for some fucking Meccano, because I thought, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the next step up from Lego, so it's going to be even cooler than Lego. And then I got it, and I was like, this is just difficult. This just fucking... And then, when you get it, like, you can't do it... You can't build anything else with it. You just you just built this shitty thing out of, like, bits of metal and stuff, and it's just crap. So I, I went right back to Lego. I just threw it out. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, with McConnell, they used to do the adverts, and they used to be like, oh, you could build yourself a fucking robot suit, and you get one box of McConnell, you'd be lucky if you could build a small fucking dildo. Yeah, lucky if you could... The, the, 
There's nothing in there. Yeah. One bit of Meccano and a fucking motor. Yeah. Oh, fuck, fuck. What are we going to do with that? I'm going to make a dildo. I think that's probably what my sister did with it once I stopped trying to make toy cars with it. <laughs> I would I would imagine. I'd let her know, you know, obviously. The motor lying around, sis, and a couple of bits of uh, rubber and some metal. You could, oh, you could jimmy something together, I'm sure. Anyway. Um, go I've, on, go watch an episode of the A-Team or yeah, MacGyver. Yeah, I'm just You could do it. I'm going to go upstairs, fashion something out of this. Um... So no, but that sounds like an awesome. Uh, uh, that sounds like an awesome experience too. Going to see Everly like that, and then meeting Joe Lynch. He sounds like a, a diamond geezer, a twenty-four carat gold I mean, genius. You see all these people, uh, directors, you know, who not to say they don't give a shit about the people going to see the see the films, but somebody, you know, director takes the time to sort of actually engage with the audience and say thank you for coming to see it. It's you wouldn't see Francis Ford Coppola doing that. No, no. You would see Francis Ford Coppola taking massive amounts of blow and then running through a cinema going, I own a winery! And then <laughs> passing out. <laughs> using his... okay, is that who it was? It came through the Everly screen. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. Um, but, uh, now that's kick-ass, man. And, yeah, I mean, I, I was... Uh, I don't think I was as a bigger fan of the movie as you were, but definitely I would recommend it to our hardcore action heads... Uh, Salma Hayek with a gun uh, in in a sort of raid like setup, uh, uh, pretty pretty decent, I would say. Good, I mean, it's a good strong three point five to four out of five, I would say. Yeah, it's one of my favourites of the year. But uh, I yeah, like you that loved sort it, didn't you? Thing. You love it. Oh, I did. I do. And I you do. do you do kind of get to see some pretty ample side boobage in it for for anyone who's on the lookout for side boob. I know that I am. In fact, I'm writing a book about it. It's kind of like you remember that like Mr. Skin website that showed you all the naked things in movies. Well, that's too easy for no. me. You don't remember that? Okay. Uh, there's a website called Mr. Skin that allows you to find all the uh, nudie. Uh, yeah, I've heard of it. Things. I've heard oh, okay. of it. You're just being a dick. Good. Excellent. No. I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, I knew that you knew about it. I was just going along with the ploy. I was just going along with the joke, mate. That's what I was doing. Um, I've no idea now. Yes, I, I used to masturbate like everybody else did to uh, sex scenes in, in films. And I'm not ashamed to admit it openly. I might still do it. Who knows? I might be doing it right now. Uh, one can hope. So um, I have now written a book. Uh, and it's just called The Glory of Side Boob. It's available it's now on Amazon. Sex scenes I've wanked to. <laughs> no, it's it's um, it's all the appearances of side boob in a movie because I find that full frontal nudity or baps out or minge out or uh, <laughs> any of those kind of things, it's just too easy. It's not tantalising. It's too obvious. You so, don't have to work for it, do you? No. So I've done. It's 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 divided up. You've got side boob and cleavage. And uh, it's it's fantastic. I've watched over seven thousand films, and found over eight cases of side boob, and uh, and over five hundred cases of cleavage. So I think it's going to be a fascinating read. It's going to be available on Amazon uh, and uh, Lulu next next week. And it's going to be an ebook. So <laughs> it is. No, it is. It's going to it's going to be all pictures. Uh, and uh, and then what I've done is I've 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 come and then photographed the come on each page and signed it. That's the book basically. Nice. Yeah. You oh, well, it's, it's to... got ages and dates and times and all that. Yeah. All that boring shit. Yeah. 
Did you, you know, when you used to see a film, you know, if a girl was on screen yeah. and she, you knew she was topless, but you sort of just saw her head and her yeah. shoulders. Yeah. Did you used to have to walk up to the TV and sort of look down at it? No, because I, I, was, I wasn't a spastic child. Oh, I just made it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Of course I did that. And then, and then I, what I also did was during those scenes is that I had a piece of paper with two large boobs drawn on it that I would sellotape or blue tack to the front of the TV screen so that it looked like she had boobs. <laughs> Pause it. Pause it. It was like, you remember when the internet was first new and they did all those fake porn shots so they like crudely uh, uh, photoshop <laughs> Jennifer Aniston's face onto like a cream pie come on my face situation do you know what I mean <laughs> do you remember yeah, those, you those, those glory days of the internet back when they used to have like five cocks going into a minge and an asshole and then superimpose <laughs> Courtney Cox's mouth on it or something anyway um, it was like that but it was a very early form of that because I would have a I'd get my uh, my stepdad's nudie mags, cut out a big pair of like Sybil Danning's tits or something, and and stick it underneath, you know. Oh, like Nev Campbell in Wild Things, where she wouldn't show her, her norks. I would stick the norks up so that it looked like she was showing her norks. Pause it and then wank to that. It was great. See, now, what you could do now is you could still do that. Then take a picture of it, yeah. send it to her over Twitter and go, <laughs> I win. Well, it's less innocent times now, isn't it? But you see, yeah. I think that the kids of tomorrow will never know the simple joys of having to find some pornography in the woods, normally by a railway station, uh, taking it home, cutting it out, and making a boob collage. They just won't. They won't understand Why did the artistic. Why people leave at train station? <laughs> it's where hobos wanked. That's what it was. <laughs> it was the hobo. They all congregated once a day. All right, Jeff. Hello, Alan. I've just did had you... a wank. I tell you what, the one <laughs> on page thirty-eight. My God, I think you can see a brown eye. And then he would shuffle <laughs> off into the into the woods to kill himself a small piglet uh, for dinner. That's what they used to do. I'm pretty sure that's what used to happen. It's just the way it was back then. <laughs> it was a simpler time back in the early 90s. Yeah. And those people went <laughs> off to become paedophiles. It's disgusting. <laughs> that's because the publication no, no. industry has gone down. There's yeah, not as many porn mags, no. so they're gonna, they have to go out and... And in order to sell more porn mags, they have to become more risque. So, obviously, the younger girls, the more extreme photo shoots, things like that, and it just sort of... Uh, it can inspire a man with mental illness to... Uh, well, we got very serious all of a sudden. But, basically, uh, porn by railway stations, that was our youth... Uh, that and airfix kits. You're never going to know. In fact, you could join the you could join the two because you could wank off and then use the cum to build an airfix kit. <laughs> That's often what I did <laughs> when you ran out of glue, or in my case, when you were too poor to have glue. <laughs> so <laughs> my dad used to come in. You yeah. can make your own glue, son. Come on, let me show you how it's done. Um... Yeah, I used to, I used to hear a, I used to hear a a cup, a mug downstairs, <laughs> smash and go downstairs and go, I'll get me glue. <laughs> just, just just, give me a second. <laughs> I'll see what I can rustle up. Yeah. Um, Where are you going? So, I'm just going down to a train station to see if I can find a porn mag. See if I can give me find the a mug. porn mag. Or 
the the holy grail of railway sighting pornography, which was the old, unmarked, grubby, dirt-stained VHS tape. If you found that, my God, you're in for an evening. Uh, so, yeah, but people just won't understand the joys of those things uh, anymore, and it's such a shame. But, yes, uh, we do suggest everyone go and see Everly. Uh, very quickly, then, so <laughs> this is one of the greatest beginnings of any show ever. Um, before we uh, crash on into Guardian Angel, uh, I have one announcement, but do you have any more uh, Week in Action stuff that you wanted to talk about? Uh, not really. I don't think I've watched... I've been watching a lot of horror, so... No, crack on with your announcement. Okay, fair enough. Um, but uh, the announcement comes from Carrie Ann Agnes Page, a friend of uh, Mr. Chris Taylor, uh, who is obviously a, a good friend to this podcast. And she has asked um, be- that whether we could give him a shout-out on the show uh, and then uh, play the song play too close to paradise so uh what i wanted to say was yes uh the show will end with that song uh, and also want to say a big uh, shout out to to chris taylor uh on this show and uh thanks so much for your uh, continued support and kindness sir yes hello chris i hope you are well sir friend friend of the show uh, Chris, thanks for, for everything, mate. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we, we both wish you well. Hope you're doing well. And uh, listen till the end of the show for that song. Um, so that's a bit of a special request. I also did something on our Facebook group where I went, um, the Doc and Kid are about to record their next commentary, this PM Entertainment Beauty starring Ms. Cynthia Rothrock. Comments and questions below, please, and we'll read them out on the show. People have liked the post, and no one's written a comment. I really... It just... Oh... I've uh, I've liked it, but I'm on the fucking show. So. Yeah, you're on the fucking show. Do you have any questions or comments you'd like me to read out, sir? How uh, big's cock? How uh, big's my cock? <laughs> uh, it's about the size of a thimble, like an old woman's thimble that she might use while uh, doing sewing or uh, some form of needlepoint. That's good. Uh, we've got more in common than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, I've drawn a little face on it. So, um... So, yeah, uh, I don't think we have anything else. Did I watch anything else? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, but as always, you can write to us at DrActionKickAss at uh, gmail.com. I have, got, I have got, do you want me to read this? Uh, I didn't read it out on the last show. I got an email. Yes, read, got out an email. Email. read out the email, dude. Uh, here is right. an email jingle. Give us one second for the email jingle. Here we go. Um... Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. That's on Steven Seagal's new album. Uh, You can find it. uh, It's called My Hair is Kept Together with Whale Cum by the Mojo Priest himself, Steven Seagal, and it'll be available from all good slaughterhouses. Uh, So uh, (laughs) carry on, Doc. Right, here we go then. Hello, gents. Hello. Hello, gents being me and you. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. Oh, just a minute. What's going on? What's going on? What the fuck that was? iTunes has just popped up. Oh. Maybe it got erect. <laughs> Maybe. I tell you why. I bet iTunes popped up because it was trying to flog you the new Steven Seagal album, My Hair is Held Together by Whalecum. I was looking for uh, the film you sent me. 
<laughs> I was looking for. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, da, 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 da. Right, let me carry on with this email, then I'll find it. Right, I only discovered your podcast a few weeks ago. It's get in touch and tell you how much I'm enjoying it, and I appreciate all your guys' hard work. Thanks. I'm cherry picking my way through the episodes of the film episodes of the films I've seen before I really enjoyed your one one year review anniversary pod. I can't read tonight. Your individual introduction tr- introductions to the action genre and your early memories are pretty much the same as mine. So I think I'm of a pretty much similar age, which is why I think you guys seem so relatable. I can especially relate to the kick-ass kid when he was talking about getting into something new and going head-on into it and consuming as much as you can. So he's going to really relate to the... uh, Well, I'm assuming it's a he, I don't know, but uh, uh, he's going to really relate to me uh, putting together RAF Airfix kits then with my own jism. Yes. Yeah, good, excellent. Yes. Uh, I was a big action fan in my early years, mainly watching all the mainstream stuff and have only came back to the genre in a big way lately. And thanks to your podcast, I'm watching films I haven't seen in 20-plus years, and I'm prepared to try out new stuff I've never seen before. PM Entertainment, <laughs> Jeff Speakman, Gary Daniels. So thanks again, and keep up the great work. I, for one, really appreciate it. Many thanks, Grant. And if you are on Twitter, that is at Stan's Videos. Nice. P.S. Long the physical media. I also want to hold and look at the covers of my movies, not looking at them on a digital cloud. Nice. Well, thanks ever so much, Which Grant, is... for that awesome email. That's fantastic. And I really hope you continue to relate to us with all our uh, semen-based stories and, and other things of that ilk. Yes. And uh, what, what did he say in the middle of that somewhere? You said something that made me laugh. What was that? Oh, about trying new stuff. Oh, that was it, yeah. And I, I hope that you try new stuff while while listening to us, like uh, groinal cups, uh, trapezes, nipple clamps. I mean, you know, if it's good enough for the big fat-footed fuck in uh, Mad Max Fury Road, it's good enough for me, right? Uh, <clears throat> um, no, uh, just to mention, obviously, the sad passing of Christopher Lee, and while people don't think of him as an action icon... <clears throat> let me just correct that and let you know that he was part of the Stuntman's Union uh, up into his 80s. Uh, he also holds the Guinness World Records for the largest number of sword fights uh, done on film. And in fact, when in a film with Errol Flynn, he fought Errol Flynn's stunt double, so he did all his own fighting, and Errol Flynn, who is known as the master of the sword, used a stunt double. So, uh, fuck you, uh, Errol Flynn, Christopher Lee, he's the Mac Daddy. He is. He will be sorely, sorely missed. He's a British legend. That word gets bandied around quite a lot, as we know. Yeah. But he was, in fact, a legend. He will be sorely missed from the film world. Yeah, I, I completely have to agree. A complete and utter legend. Um, and uh, the sad thing is, I don't believe in heaven. If I believed in heaven, I'd think that him and Peter Cushing were up there now you know, uh, uh, double-teaming some filly from back in the day that they, they uh, worked with. Probably getting backward wanked by that girl from... Backward wanked, from, probably. From Die R2. Probably backward wanked by the... Probably by the... catching up on it, because you know for a fact that they got backward wanked while we were down here. Oh, yeah, no, that's, so good. that's why they were so popular. But, no, I mean, I imagine him and Donald Pleasance and whatever was sat around, but I don't believe in heaven. So, <clears throat> as I said uh, on the uh, group uh, earlier this week... Uh, the good thing is you don't have to because they will live forever uh, on celluloid videotape 
digital media and so on. Because uh, I don't imagine that there'll be a generation that that won't come after this that won't know those films. You know what I mean? Well, the good thing with Christopher Lee is he starred in so many franchises: Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, uh, everything. So he when, was in some of Tim Burton's of... worst movies. Yeah, <laughs> he's in all the later ones, isn't he? He's in Charlie yeah. and the Chocolate Factory and Alice and the Whizway and whatever it is. Yeah, so with the franchises, people will always remember him, regardless of what you think about those films. It'll be, it'll be there in them. Whereas I'll know him forever, uh, obviously, as uh, as Dracula and for his uh, um, Hammer and Amicus movies. And The Wicker Man, yeah. of course. The Wicker Man. 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 Uh, starring another action legend in his own right, Edward Woodward. Woodward, 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 Woodward. Woodward, Woodward he was the equaliser. Woodward, Woodward, Woody? And we just obviously found out that the sequel to the uh, Denzel Washington equaliser apparently is coming out in 2017. Why the long wait? No idea. But <sighs> at least we're getting a sequel. That's, that's the most important thing. But uh, I prefer it now. Yeah, we're getting a sequel to that and a sequel to John Wick. So I will do a merry, merry little dance. Yep, I'm going to go and fix something up with my spunk and yep. an airfix kit. That would be amazing. I'm, I'm going to make a, a small model of the Eiffel Tower out of matchsticks and uh, dead babies. So, um, <laughs> dead baby juice, I should probably clarify. Juice. I don't, juice. Mean, I don't mean aborted fetuses. That would be disgusting and wrong. Yeah, so, yeah you know, nobody wants that on their hands. No. <laughs> Maybe on my plate, if it was a chicken fetus. Huh? See what I yes. did there? Yes, I do like a boiled egg. Deep fried. So, fertilised. Um, fertilised. <laughs> or scrambled in a whore's yeah. anus. Um, <laughs> tonight we've scrambled the eggs in a whore's anus. <laughs> Imagine if you were in a restaurant they said that you went, uh, I'm sorry, what? Yes, tonight we've scrambled the well, eggs in a whore luck. <laughs> in a whore's anus. Uh, do, do you mean a, a prostitute's bumhole? Yes, that's right, sir. Anyway, can I go on to the next bit? We've deep-fried the bacon using the nipples of... No, no, can we go back? <laughs> I want to go back to where you're pouring eggs into a prostitute's ass crack. Yes, what of it? Uh, anyway, so, uh, Guardian it's Angel... It's the fucking way we do it in here, <laughs> sir. It's all the rage with the aristocracy. <laughs> I don't know why you're complaining. I've got five other items on this menu to get through, and you keep getting hung up about the fact that I've poured sloppy scrambled eggs into the festering, warty asshole of a lady of the night. You keep getting obsessed with that, and what I'm trying to do is move on to the next item on the menu. Now, do you want an Arab scrotum? <laughs> We've got scrotum of Arab that we have glazed liberally in honey mustard. Wait a minute, what do you mean the scrotum of an Arab? Do you mean like a, of an Arab beetle or something? No, 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 of an actual Arab, dear boy, <laughs> when they've had it removed after a vivisection. We have taken the scrotum skin, we've nailed it to a piece of toast, and we've liberally glazed it with honey mustard. This is perfectly normal. Where are you from? (laughs) (laughs) You don't get this shit at the Ritz, sir. You're in an upper class here. When we serve you nipples of Venus, they're actually... 
actual nipples, sir, that we've had removed <laughs> after breast augmentation surgery. Um, anyway, let's not go down this, this tunnel and <laughs> web of uh, 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 scum and villainy. Uh, let us uh, start off uh, the movie Guardian Angel. And I'm watching mine on the, uh, the uh, digital version of the Region 1 uh, that I sent you uh, on my computer, sir. Uh, how are you watching yours? I'm watching it very, very much the same as you. Very much the same way. Okay, well, I'm on naught, 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 at the beginning and ready when you are. <clears throat> right, I'm ready. Three, two, one, let's go. Okay, and we fade up on what I'm presuming is Los Angeles, and it says PM Entertainment Group Inc. presents. Are you with me, sir? I am with you. That looks more like Bognor Regis to me. It looks more like Bognor Regis. And here we are. Yeah. Uh, this is printing. Now, I remember this magazine. It was called The Money Magazine. Do you remember that one? <laughs> Came I out. do, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about Look at these money, guys. Right? These guys, they were, these were leftover extras from... Uh, Electric Boogaloo, and they were coming to get yeah. their money back from Canon Pictures. <laughs> and uh, Joseph, <laughs> Joseph uh, Merrin, or whatever his name is, and uh, 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 Richard Pepin, uh, they went, listen, mate, don't worry about going to see Canon. Be in our movie. Uh, yeah. You got a leather jacket? Yeah. Yeah? Do your jeans get... Can they be tucked inside your boots? Yeah. yeah. You're in. Oh, look at who boots. picked this outfit for her. That was... Uh, that was an intelligent person. I would imagine that they probably aren't female. I would imagine a man picked that outfit. It's probably, it's probably his name's Derek. I've got something to wear. Cynthia, will you wear this for me? <laughs> I, I like the way how in Los Angeles the gangs clearly mark themselves by headdresses so that everyone knows exactly who's who. Uh, I think yeah. it's, uh, well, it's, it's kind of a public service. Mm. Let's you know who they are. That's a very complex <laughs> Monopoly game that they're building there. Uh, but these are the, yeah, these are the nappies on the on the left hand side, and on the right hand side we've got the bandanas. It's not a very busy park, is it? No, well, it's very early morning, isn't it? Mm. I like that their undercover ice cream sweet truck is uh, isn't obvious at all. Oh. Unlike her nipples. <laughs> you could cook glass with them. Yeah, she probably cut that diamond on a ring with the nipples. Yeah, she probably did. She's looking good, though, Cynthia. She's got her uh, strawberry blonde, fiery red front hair going. She's mm. looking smiley. She's ready she to kick ass. She looks happy to be there. She does. Look at the hair on her, though. That's something, all right? Okay, time to go to work. Looks like she uh, met up with Terence Trent Darby and they uh, swapped, swapped suggestions. So here they are. Oh, they're all going for a dance. There are a lot of benches in that park. Yeah. It'd be great what... if there was just one bloke having a sandwich. <laughs> just one guy sat down. Did, didn't know that cap. they were doing a film. Yeah. On his lunch break. He looks up and he goes, what's, what's going on here? They're very slow walkers, though, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They're not going to win any races. Do you think they'd run at each other or something with some form of weaponry? Yeah, this is the budget version of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, <laughs> this is the Battle of uh, Battle of, of Mordor, Helm's Deep, <laughs> the the Battle of Helm's Head. Um, there is uh, John Leguizamo and uh, <laughs> and Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> 
Um, they really stumped up the money for this film to get those beer. <laughs> Do you know the, the bandana um, budget on this movie was over three quarters of a million dollars? Yeah, I know. There's the, the pretty high, high marked up uh, bandanas. She reminds me of the babe. What babe? Babe of the power. <laughs> She's got something of a sort of David Bowie haircut rocking in this, right? She's got a bit of a, oh, like, yeah. uh... You remind me of the babe. What babe? What babe? This was back when uh, the uh, Rent-A-Goon agency was uh, just doing so well in the movie industry. You just don't see a film begin this way anymore. You just don't see two groups of clearly, like, men lassoed on the street extras that they have put some bandanas on. They're probably all on community service. (laughs) They were like, do you want to pick up trash on the high street or do you want to be in a uh, PM Entertainment movie? Trash on the high street. Sorry, trash is all taken. (laughs) So you're going to have to be in a PM Entertainment movie. Oh, fuck, again? Oh, that's not obvious, Cynthia. Well done. Now you look. Now look what you've done. You've started a gun battle. She didn't think about that, did she? No. I love the way he feebly threw. That wasn't a very good suitcase. You think if you had all that money, you'd buy a better suitcase? Maybe put a, put a, put a lock on it. He just feebly yeah. like twats him with it, and all comes out. Look at this fight suit. This is awesome. It's like the raid. Yeah, this is filmed with a, a fisheye lens for some unknown reason. Hello. Do you know what this looks like? This looks like that Python sketch where the old women reenact famous like moments in history, but really just hit each other in a park. That's what it looks like. I love the way that Cynthia's like, oh, who do I shoot? This one? No, not that one. Uh, this one? Oh, no. Uh... Oh, look at that. She did a flappy hand around the face. She's been learning from Seagal. Look at those pants, though. The pleats in that. They're like pleated jogging pants. Who's ever seen anything like that before? Only in the nineties. Yeah, they. Yeah, they were. They were uh, half the budget as well. Yeah. Wow, this is some kind of. Well, this whole thing was uh, outfitted by Jean-Paul Gaultier. <laughs> <laughs> in the, and does anyone yeah. remember his early nineties Gaultier line of flannel shirts and shitty pants? <laughs> it was called the. Uh, the. Uh, Flannel, flannel shirt, shite pants collection. <laughs> you like? Spelt with Very three. So. Spelt with three e's. Each of them had an accent on them. Because <laughs> it's French. <laughs> shite pants. Shite. The Jean-Paul Gaultier shite pants. Now the police show up. I, you would think, right? If they thought that there was going to be two very large gangs walking very slowly towards each other, that they would have, like, secured the park sooner with lots of police and just stopped it happening. I would have thought there'd probably be police waiting nearby behind trees. Probably have a couple of eating a sandwich undercover. I've never seen Jerry Seinfeld handle a weapon before. He can handle it pretty well, though, can't he? He can. She's not a fan of his humour. No, she's not. He's like, well, why don't you think about the time that the police broke apart? I can't really do a Jerry Seinfeld impression, but... Police brutality in LA, am I right? 
Um, I can't really, I can't really do Jerry Seinfeld. What's that all about? <laughs> that, that really, well, who was I doing? I wasn't doing Jerry Seinfeld at all, was I? I was doing someone else. I was doing it. to be English. <laughs> <laughs> I've completely lost any sense of what's going on or what's happening. But like all good PM Entertainment movies, they do not, they do not make you wait too long before something blows up. Yeah. And that felt natural that she, like, fell over there. Because, like, that really blew up behind them. I would yeah. imagine he probably really gashed his head open as well. <laughs> he's like, he's like, please, can we finish this scene? The blood's pouring out of my head. <laughs> Cynthia's like, I'm a method actress. I'm going to keep going. Her ass is probably on fire. Yeah. <laughs> like, keep rolling. They've got smoke inhalation from filming that scene. She was like, can't we film this scene outside? The, the scene takes place outside. And uh, Munchkin was like, no, 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 we're, we're going to film this inside. But she was like, but we're, we're going to have an explosion and smoke inhalation. Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> you want it to be method, don't you? Yeah, Joe Seinfeld was like, I've, got, like I've got the black lung. I've got the black lung. Um, black <laughs> smoke lung, inhalation. Eh? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> oh, look at that. Now, that's how you know that this was a late 80s, early 90s movie, because... Her idea of classing up her hair was to make it as bouffant as fuck. Yeah, yeah. I did look classy. Make it big. Make it big. And also, uh, uptight accountant-looking security fucks were allowed ponytails. (laughs) (laughs) Hello? I am the German extra from the Die Hard. Have you seen the Die Hard? It is me. It's getting a good, uh, good ratings on IMDb. Yes. Thank you for gun. You look like the short version of Bridget Nielsen, and you look like a made-over badger. <laughs> <laughs> it was all the rage in the early 90s. I do not care, I don't fuck care. off. I get into the party. Show me boobs, I let you in. <laughs> <laughs> let me put small finger in. It's amazing. If as he was letting people into the party with the guys, he was like, cock. Sorry, what? Cock. Show me cock. <laughs> Zip. There you go. You can go in. <laughs> then the women come nice. up. Boobs are bush. Boobs are bush. Show me boobs are bush. One woman comes up. I'll show you, asshole. No, no, no. Boobs <laughs> or bush. I do not want to see stinky brown hair. I, I want the bush or I do boob. not want to see back end. I want the front end. I don't see back end. Everybody has back end. <laughs> I want to see fronty bum bum. <laughs> fronty hairy clam. And the salty nibs. Oh, I throw a bash once a month for my closest... This guy's good, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. It's like the American Bernard Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> That's who it is. Do you like my party then, Cynthia? Is my turkey drummers are yummy. Everyone has bad hair. Have you noticed? This guy's clearly clearly wearing a wig. Yeah. Do you like my bow tie? It twizzles if you touch my penis. (laughs) If you slip tiny end of pinky into bunghole, my bow tie and my toupee swivels around. Excuse me. No, it doesn't. I've yeah. got a finger up there right now. Oh, no, you don't, too. Sometimes it, it doesn't work. It Put also, it up. It also, <laughs> Put it up further. It also plays the Marseillaise. 
She puts it up. Ba-dum, ba-dum, bum, 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 ba-dum. Charles. I will take you in a manly fashion. Look at me with my I big meat paws all over now, you. Even if it must be burglary. Why Why has he become French all of a sudden? I don't know why. But anyway, that's what he is. I love the way he forcefully grabs her and then he's like, I will lie on bed. You take me instead. What a confident lady. Yes, you raped me. Raped me. Come here. Let me see you do the yeah. boom, boom, bang, bang. I have guns and money. Money and guns. Which one do you want? <laughs> money and guns. Whips, chains, money, guns. I've even got a drawer full of candy. <laughs> Where, where's the candy drawer? You want Snickers it's or Baby Ruth? Yeah. I have both. I'm very I have, <laughs> I have the 500 grand bar. I, d I don't think that means you have 500 grand. Yes, it does. Gun is empty. I have, I have lots of millionaire pastry. It's caramel with a nice chocolate on top. Does doesn't make you a millionaire. Yes, it does. How do you know you don't, cannot afford millionaire pastry? <laughs> Cynthia knew she couldn't get shot in the head, though, because her hair is protective. Yeah. Look at that. She's taking a, bit of, uh, taking a bit off the top. With a cleavage like her, she could have fit, fit, fit a whole wad in. Yeah, they're going to go and buy some blow. <laughs> I do the same at my party. Yeah, me too. Someone comes in. Don't worry, it's not a party till somebody gets shot in the ass. <laughs> am I right or am I right? Let's Welcome hope it's... to Hollywood. <laughs> Let's hope it's my mother-in-law. Am I right? <laughs> take my wife. No, really, take her. And then shoot her in the head in the back garden. Got on your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I love the I love the idea that if you get shot in the head, it immediately goes to your mouth. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Have yeah. you ever seen somebody? Have you seen that? Have you seen that video of that guy on um, who shoots himself through the mouth? No, I haven't. No. That senator, blood just pours out of his nose. Really? Are you being serious? I've not seen that. Are you being serious? Is that really a movie? A yeah, video? Yeah, it's on, it's not on YouTube. It's on. Uh, you've got. I've got his name. It's on Snuff Snuff Tube. No, it's just a video, and it's uh, it's this like senator. He uh, he shot himself at a press conference. Oh. And he sort of shoots himself through the mouth, and the blood just pisses out of his nose. Well, that's an image that everyone can uh, appreciate while eating their dinner. Uh, see, yeah. Tom, see Thomas Howell again. Yeah, look at him, eh? He's now he's been in other stuff, hasn't he? This this guy, he he strikes me as a as a. He did all the sex scenes and broke that mountain. Oh, is that is that what he's from? I think I, I don't think he did. I think his mustache did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> I'm doing Sudoku and I'm having difficulty with this last box. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Do you think anybody would notice if I drew titties on this $100 bill? I know it's fake. How's that? Because it's for $100.50. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anybody, but I'm printing up my own $225 bills. I hate it when I go to a shop and I need correct money. 
and everything I seem to buy is $225. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> Whenever I'm faking money, I wear the big red flouncy blouse of Jean-Paul <laughs> Look at this shirt that he's wearing, though. That's, that's, a, that's a bit of wardrobe choice that you have to really go back and question a few people on, isn't it? Yeah, that's, I bet he brought that in himself. Yeah. I bet he's like, if, if I'm going to play an asshole, I want to wear an asshole shirt. I've decided, I've, I've decided that on the side, as well as being a money launderer, I'm also going to be a Vegas musician and a gay. <laughs> <laughs> My best friends are Siegfried and Roy. Before the tiger attack. She's undercover, you could tell, because of the blouse. Yeah. Shoot her, she's got a blouse on. <laughs> I love this. He's just running along. Fistfuls of money. Just run. They need to buy suitcases that close. Yeah, it's horrible that that janitor just got shot. Yeah. He's just there. Oh, they just the shot his cap thing. off. I love this guy <laughs> with the beard and the... Look, grinning away as he's firing a gun. He's like, look, Mara, I'm famous. Bang, 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 bang. Can, can you stop grinning? What's Jane Son and Bob? The early is. That's one of my favourite scenes in the whole movie. Not mine. Oh, he's shoving it right by the balls. He's like, I want my money nice and greasy. Put it by my balls. You could have you could have just put it in your pocket, mate. You don't have to shove shit down by your cock. Can't put it in my pockets. I've got lots of blow in there. I'm going to roll it up and stick it down my japs. I'm not a witchy. No, it's the Hall of Oats. <laughs> what I want, you got. You made me hard to handle. Like the flame that burns the candle. With policemen in the field. Sorry. Oh, it's uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Paulie Shaw. Yeah. This is like a remake of Biodome. We're, we're in a runaway police car. What are we doing? I wish I'd worn something with sleeves. Yeah, I wish I'd worn white pants. Hold, Hold, on, I'm about, Hold on, I'm about to drive through a newsstand. Can you go around? No. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> it says that we've got, we've got extra money in the budget to destroy a newsstand. <laughs> I love that. I bet poor Pete, poor Pete got to his newsstand the next day and went, I worked for 50 years to pay off that newsstand and Cynthia Rothbard fucking destroyed it. I don't even just got it all paid off. Now I got to start again. It was either replace my corneas in my blind eyes or pay for my newsstand. Now, can someone tell I me who? Who's buying a boat in the middle of the night? That's what I want to know. There was two people in there looking at that boat. Leaving <laughs> it. Maybe you want to go night fishing. <laughs> Hello, I am a, a magician and I do the money laundering. And with C. Thomas Howell here, we're going to do a remake of Soul Man with all the money we made because I just can't get enough of blackface. Yeah, I love it. I said they're safe. She's got Fabio hair. Yeah. Guessing, love, it's in a safe. 
know what the penalty for having this much counterfeit it's a good job they uh they spent all the money lighting up the bulb at the front of the police place that says police but no money on lights in the actual police station <laughs> yeah, it's like dark night, isn't it? tell me what you know <laughs> Uh, can we put a lamp on? No. It's more intimidating no. if I come out of the, the shadows. <laughs> See, they're, they're, it's not like the lights are down in LA. Coca-Cola yeah. can afford to pay their bill. Someone needs to put more money into the yeah. police budget. This is my favourite club. When I'm in LA, I'm always at this place. I like how every Just drink is it. a different colour. Yeah. I like that. I like to Next. see. I like to see that uh, uh, Pepin and, and Mary were like, "When we get to the bar, I want drinks of every different color lined up, preferably yeah, in different sized glasses. I want a blue pint glass. I want a green martini glass. I want a yellow brandy glass. I want to show that we're men of the world." I don't got any counterfeit or anything. Didn't say you did. We don't base our opinions on you on drink colour. The extra work in this movie is fantastic. Yeah, oh, you spilled the drinks, you twat. You, dry, you spilled the drinks of many different colours. <laughs> Probably because they were given money by Benetton. Yeah. This was, uh, this was a very early, uh, early role for, um, oh, what's his name? Fuck, I've forgotten his name now. Come with a batch. No. There he is, that was him. That was Benedict Benedict Slumbercrush. Come with a batch, he played. Yeah, he was the, he was the uh, fat guy on the podium. I love the backlighting of the shelves. Yeah. You imagine this was all filmed in the uh, uh, PM Entertainment offices, and they just, I like... Imagine. They just, like, put different backgrounds in with lighting and... You bet your bottom dollar that uh, the house that was one of the producers. Yeah. You can film downstairs, but don't come upstairs. I'm fucking my maid. <laughs> uh, uh, Munchkin has to go up and go, um, sorry, we're trying to do this really deeply emotional scene and all we can hear is, <clears throat> one more time, <clears throat> one more time, and you need to stop because it's really disturbing us. Yeah, just a- don't come yet. I've got lots of money and I'll come when I want to. I where want... I want to, on what I want to. I also want a club that's full of balloons filled with helium and cocaine. Yeah. This guy's great as well. This guy won an Oscar for, for best underwear in a movie. Yeah. He stole that and vest from uh, Bruce Willis. Well. Sexiest man in the world. <laughs> Three years in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Just from this one role. Yeah, 89 to 92. Yeah. Yeah. Sweaty bollock man, third from the right. <laughs> I like how she's got her hands up, but she's like, I'm a bit tired because I've been given a lot of blowies, so I'm just going to rest them on my head. Yeah. Look, he's got another fancy shirt on. Look, it's a, look how long that shirt is. I've changed my shirt. It indicates that time has passed. <laughs> if I'm wearing a new shirt. Yeah. I'm due on stage any minute now with Siegfried and Roy and a white tiger. I like the way that they just have him walking around various bits of metallurgy just to make it look like he's possibly an art collector. 
all wealthy men have pink lighting and large artistic things. I told you they also have suitcases that don't fucking stay closed in a gunfight. Now, now, do you reckon that's I'm the third suitcase, or do you reckon they've used the same one for every shot? I know they've yeah, I bet they've used every single one. Yeah. The same one. Always the same one. Don't be late. I'm performing with Celine Dion. This I? is uh, filmed in Steven Seagal's backyard. <laughs> that's my bison, Johnny. That's what I kill and eat for breakfast. I also have a collection of vintage guns. <laughs> I'm going to see Jurassic World because I want to read a dinosaur. My um, good friend Steven Spielberg's making one. I gave him the idea for Jurassic World. <laughs> I said, what if there's a dinosaur? But then what if the dinosaur's super intelligent like me? I want lots of scenes of the dinosaurs eating other dinosaurs, and then I want to eat the dinosaurs. Yeah. The dinosaurs can, aren't yeah. real, Stephen. They're real to me, Johnny. <laughs> I break off one of their limbs, I eat them like a fucking chicken bone. Yeah, I don't even cook it. I just eat it raw off the, off the leg. <laughs> As if these people would be there. I love these guys. He's got to be real. That guy's got to be real, isn't he? This is like the Can't most remember. tedious waxwork museum in the world. It's the <laughs> it's the barn waxwork museum of Lower Los Angeles. You've heard of Madame Tussauds. Well, this is the same thing, only we've made some barns out of wax. They look like real barns, but really they're fake barns. No what? What's the point? Well, it's like Madame Tussauds, but it's barns. I already explained the point. Who wouldn't want to look at some barns? Well, well, I might want to go into the Midwest and look at some real ones. No, you want to look at fake wax ones. Then go out and get a boiger afterwards. Boiger For God's sake, why would you want to go and see real ones when I have wax ones? Oh, she just, like, tore his eyebrows off. Yeah, but you would, though, wouldn't you? Who? Tear his eyebrows yeah, off? Yeah, he, fucking shit. No, 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 no. If she, if she was like, you know, it's my thing. Yeah. But when we get down to it, I just want to tear your eyebrows off. You'd probably be like, oh, then. Oh, I'll let you do it. As long as you wear that tight grey top from the beginning of the movie. Because, of course, her partner in this movie is her husband, right? He's the one who gave her the ring at the beginning of the movie. And that's I do why believe so. what happens in a minute sets her on a path of destruction. Yeah, by, by the way, this first 30 minutes, just set up. <laughs> she's a bit foxy isn't she yeah she's like how about we drop guns and we sort this out the old fashioned way scissoring <laughs> he's like can I watch she's a good shot She's a very good shot. She managed to shoot him in the side of the head, and Cynthia runs over and goes, Quick, Cynthia, emote, emote. Oh, the acting is just tremendous. Yeah, I think he's been shot in the side of the head. I think he's... Mm. I love Cynthia. I mock you. I'm sorry, Cynthia. I love you to bits. I don't mean to mock you. 
I can't even in good conscience. Gary Daniels, maybe, but not you. I understand acting's a tough gig. It's easy to kick people in the face. But I'm sorry, love. He has been shot in the side of the fucking head. I think he's left you. He did say something. He gets up and he goes, I'm all right. It was all just a joke. I made sure that the end of the gun was stuffed full of ketchup. It was and a flush. I thought this would be a perfect time for us to start our honeymoon. With me shot in the side of the head. Oh, wow. So that wasn't metal at all. That was made out of polystyrene. Balsa wood. <laughs> no wonder you're so protective over it. Yeah. It's not metal. It will break. Mary and Pepin came into Munchkin and... I love this. Mary, Pepin and Munchkin. This is like this movie was made by characters out of Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit or something. Anyway, Mary and Pepin <laughs> went up to Munchkin and went... And went can we have him slow-mo fall into the polystyrene thing and go, uh... Munchkin's like, really? That might look a bit shit. I want it. I like it. Let's make that happen. I've based a career out of doing this, Munchkin. <laughs> you come along with your little legs and your little... <laughs> you represent... Anyway. She's angry. Cynthia is angry and upset. Her life that could have been has been ruined. Don't worry, give it another hour. She'll be shacked up with someone else. <laughs> By the end of the movie, she's having it away with another guy. Just to spoil the yeah. end of the film, if you haven't already seen it. We do suggest that all our commentaries be listened to after you've seen the film, because the films are obviously of a very high standard. Yeah, very, 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 very. They actually had to uh, uh, rent out the real Shawshank to film this scene. This, this, uh, this Tim whole Robbins sequence. saw this and cried. Yeah, it cost, cost more than the whole of the Shawshank Redemption put together. Frank Darabont <laughs> was like, if only I'd had that kind of money. Because, of course, Frank Darabont's <laughs> really English, apparently. Yeah. I've lost the ability to do oh, accents for impression. I think you killed him for the same reason you killed everybody else. Because you couldn't kill that one man you really wanted to. Your father's. I think you killed him. The reason you killed everybody else. Because you like killing. <laughs> that would be very perceptive. That would be very perceptive. I do like killing people. Oh, oh, I was right. Yeah. Now, can you tell me why on the um, front cover uh, of Guardian Angel? There is lots of Asian writing when this movie takes place in L.A. and mostly has either Caucasian or Hispanic people in it. I think it's going for the Akira Kurosawa crowd who oh, watched that what it is? Seven Samurai and Hyohimbo and Hidden Fortress. They see that on the front cover and go, hmm, maybe this is the film for me. Now, Fortress, that's the one that Akira Kurosawa made with uh, Christopher Lambert stuck in a space prison, right? That's it, yeah. Yes, Akira Kurosawa's Fortress yeah. uh, with Jeffrey Coombs as well. Yeah. Yes, t- tremendous film. It tremendous. is. He really did emote scenes with the great plum. I liked the bit when he escaped from space prison. <laughs> Yo, escape from prison now. Holding entire conversation. Christopher Lambert. Presents us with a very rich French performance of a man 
in space prison. When I looked at him, I said, there's a man, and he's in prison, and that prison is in space. And it's very cold in space. It's so very cold in space. Everything in this movie takes place at night. I'm pretty sure press conferences, boat buying, I'm pretty sure none of this takes place at night. Go for it, go for it, go for it. Oh, go on. It's much better if they're naked and in mud. I love yeah. the way that the journalist is still Trifle. trying to uh, stick the microphone in. Quick, get the kicks on microphone. I want to get the grunts and kicks in microphone. Everything in this movie is lit like a Dario Argento death scene. Yeah, Goblin are in the background. But it's no goddamn excuse. Oh, cop syrup. Oh, she's so hot. She looks like Linda McCartney did a shit and then put hair on it. And this guy, he's he's he stole everything he knows from Jeff Speakman's Street Night. Mm. Is this meant to be like the office of the chief of police? I think so, yeah. This looks like Hugh Hefner's boudoir. <laughs> like, it looks like some sort of... It looks like a brothel. He's in the next... As Jeff is the door, you see him on the bed with some playgirl bunny. I love the way that they had literally two off. police extras just walking by outside the door and Cynthia Wathrop, like walked mm. into one of them. Of course, when you give up your life of police work because your husband-to-be was shot inside the head, the thing you, you do is Robert become Goulet, a, is a, a pool cleaner. <laughs> what do you want, greasy bollock man? That is a long, long flannel shirt. She went to the long and tall shop. When she went in, they were like, yeah, you realise you're five foot four? Yeah, no, but I really want a long... <laughs> Long, long gingham shirt. It's it's a wedding flannel shirt. That's a wedding, oh. yeah. That's how you dress customers, though, is, is uh, I always answer the door in just a shirt, no underwear, and then boots. I love that bit of business and when he puts his hand on the sideboard and then, like, has to wipe his hand. That's a good bit of comedy business. Yeah. Makes you wonder what it is, though, doesn't it? I rub my shit on there. Oh! <laughs> mm. I don't bother using uh, toilet paper. I just uh, rub my filthy crack against this uh, banister. Do you want protection <laughs> You would, though, wouldn't you? <clears throat> Roth rock. I don't know. I'd Roth her rock right off. I mean, you know, probably if he was wearing jeans. <laughs> Not him. <laughs> Good stunt, though, done there by... Um, one half of Cannon and Ball. <laughs> <laughs> He's little out of little and large. He, so is, he is, yeah. She borrowed this motorhome from Riggs Murtar. Hmm. That's kind of what it's going for, isn't it? Yeah. Well, because whenever you give up your job in the police, you move into a motorhome, uh, yeah, become that's a pool yeah, cleaner. Pay up is from the police force. Yeah. Most people get a golden handshake. And a watch. We you give you a, a motorhome. Win bagel. <laughs> a winning bagel. I don't know how anybody's escaped from it. It's so fucking dark. Oh, you won't be able to see where you're going. 
That'd be great okay. if there was an escape sequence in this movie, and all you, all it was, was dark things, and then you occasionally heard, "Ow!" <laughs> Ooh, ah! <laughs> I've walked Disco into walls again, so. Jeff. Yeah, he's got the glitter ball going. That's a, that's handy. They left a the ladder there. Yeah. She goes up onto the next level of Red Dwarf. Yeah. That's what it looks like. It looks like when they filmed the cargo bays in Red Dwarf. Yeah. Smacking out him. Oh. oh, double gun action. She's a yeah, great she's shot. Chow Yun fat with tits. <laughs> Chow Yun tits. Chow on your tits. <laughs> that's, that's what you say when you go into a Hollywood what's it. That. To pitch. Right, kid, you've got two seconds to impress me. Chow Yun fat with tits. <laughs> you've got a deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she shot chubby mustache man. I love He's the noise he makes as he rolls well. down the stairs. Oh, 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 oh. You know, before he went down, you know he was thinking, <laughs> this is your big moment, Tony. Do it. Do Go it on. for your dying mom. Go on, Tones. Make, 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 <laughs> make your mother proud. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. He sat in the cinema. Did you hear me, Mom? Did you hear me? <laughs> I made grunting noises and everything. Was that all my you? My mum was dead. Was that Everybody, my mum dead. They're watching, uh, uh, I think they're watching Last Man Standing on the TV. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Oh, Vanilla Rice. <laughs> I like them jeans. This is, uh, what was this movie called? That he did again? Red Boy. <laughs> No, that was cool the, as ice. Cool as ice. That was it. Cool as ice. <laughs> semicolon. Rent boy. <laughs> cool as ice two. Die icer. Or de icer. De icer. De icer. Cool as ice two. De icer. I told you. The clients got paranoid. Look at the size of that bomb. Looks like it was fashioned out of a vacuum cleaner or one of the Ghostbusters backpacks. You like my bong? It also duplicates as a dustbuster. <laughs> In fact, I think I just inhaled some dirty hair and <laughs> filth. Now the death toll in this movie is huge. Yeah, he, that's he spent he because she came in. She went. I had seventy thousand dollars. And he was like, I spent 16900 on this bong and these embroidered jeans. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, well, okay then. You got, you got your money's worth. <laughs> this bong is also oh, a nuclear cool. reactor. <laughs> and can also be used as an anal dildo. Yes, yeah, I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> Eyeball ears. What you do, right, is you stick the dildo down there. It acts like one of those T-shirt guns or one of those, like, baseball shooters. You stick the dildo down there. You position, you spread your cheeks, position your asshole over the end of the bong, and then lean under the crotch, press the button, and thunk, it goes right, <laughs> right up your brown eye. And then turns Jennifer? itself on. <laughs> I've ruptured 17 colons so far. It's really quite fantastic. I've never come before like this in my whole life. It hit my prostate. My prostate imploded. 
I ejaculated all over my feet for 14 straight hours. Good times. <laughs> I'm now completely useless below the waist. But it was worth it for that one time. Hello, shitty Lakers fan calling. <laughs> I have decided to dress myself in the least appealing clothing possible. I have always thought that the height of wealth would be to have gates with your initials on them. Yes, yes. <laughs> if I had that, it would say JC, and I would have big gold gates yeah. and a JC, and people would crowd around my gates. Is he coming back? Is it the second <laughs> coming of Christ? I'd be like, I am. Is the gate safe? Is the gate safe? And it goes, ah. Yeah. I love this music. This music's fantastic. This is like the... Uh, uh, oh, yeah. So you're about, wasn't it? The jeans. The jeans. The buttock jeans. But this music is like they went, we need some music for this scene. Call up this insurance office and play their hold music down the telephone. That'll do. Look at the hair on that bloke. So someone made these jeans and went, you know what? I want baggy, ill-fitting mum pants, but let's bleach out the ass. Everybody yeah. loves a soggy mum ass. Not that she has a saggy mum ass, just that those jeans give you saggy mum ass. That's what I mean. Yeah. I'm sure her ass in reality I think is... it's to show that she's been sitting on her arse a long time. Oh, is that what it is? No, I think that's how the jeans are made. Is it? No. Well, that's a ridiculous idea. Jean-Paul Gaultier should be uh, ashamed of himself. What it was, let me explain. I was walking around one day in my new denims and I sat down in bleach. This is why everything I make now looks fucked up. <laughs> nice pair of chebs there on the left. Oh, I love it. I, do you know what I like to do? I like to find some fat, hairy, sweaty pal of mine. We put shorts on and we play with a large yellow beach ball in a very small area next to a big swimming pool. That's got to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's awesome. How many takes do you reckon it took for her to hit that beach ball right into the camera? And how many times do you oh, think it's... the cameraman actually fell over and landed in the pool when she did? Yeah. Electrocuted himself with the electric camera. I think it would be hilarious if the beach ball that flew by in the background just then had hit the pic woman in the pink bikini on the chair and you just said, ah, she'd fall, <laughs> fallen off the chair. Look at that Monte he's got as a maid, though. Well, I suppose you don't want to. You don't want to fuck the help. Look, <laughs> you want to fuck all these women, but you don't want to fuck the help. Think he shacked them all. Yeah. Look at his shirt. How could they not? I got this from women's blouses. I'm a sort of tits. I got this from a women's blouse of for men shop. Is it really? I'm rich. I can wear whatever I want. <laughs> is it? Is it a woman's blouse? No, no, no. You have to understand the concept. They're women's blouses, but they're for men. Yes. <laughs> I'm gay. <laughs> what? I like that he was just listing all the different types of women he likes. I wanted her to say, "I can see all the different types of women you like." You're the kind of woman I like, Cynthia. You've got two tits and a vagina. 
I like and someone that's the in kind a, of woman I like. I like someone in a Lakers cap and saggy mamass jeans. Let's check out your saggy mamass. Oh, that's brilliant. And it's bleach too. I like a bleach saggy mamass. Yeah, I like a bleach asshole. It reminds me of my mother. She doesn't like ping pong. No, she's against the uh, whole concept. Ever since that there was that um, uh, ping pong people trafficking ring in 1987, <laughs> where they were trafficking all the uh, best ping pong players across the border into Argentina, where they were then it used. It was a scandal that was. Yeah. They were then used in uh, slave labor camps to. Um, Make baseball bats. Ping balls back and forth. She she must sense that something's not right. Yeah. She's like Michelangelo oh. doesn't have a plumbing cup. <laughs> Michelangelo did the Sistine Chapel, but he didn't do the Sistine plumbing. Hi, Linda McCartney's shite here. <laughs> How is it that you're able to play keyboards in wings when you have absolutely no talent? John's plumbing. That smells like it. Yeah. Yeah, you're not a plumber either. You just want to go and see all those titties. I've heard that there's a house in the Hollywood Hills that is completely wall-to-wall tits. Give me any job that comes through. But you... You uh, work on computers. Yeah, I know, but I can uh, I can print up any vinyl lettering for my van. So just let me know. John's beekeeping, John's plumbing, John's pool cleaning, John's waxing service, anything. Just I want to see tits. <laughs> Jesus, lady, I'm just here to fix the toilet. Get out. Now, people don't know, but he was a stand-up legend back in the day. He was known as uh, Squeaky Barry, and he was yeah. uh, a famous up and down the West Coast for being one of the Master most... Master of the squeak. Oh, yeah. High, one of the most high-pitched uh, comedians of all time, and, uh, yeah. and definitely one of the most annoying. But he used to rake yeah. it in. Kids' parties, yeah, yeah. bar mitzvahs, the odd <laughs> funeral... I mean, he was the master of the, 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 the dark joke at funerals. He would show up and be like, So the cops, eh? I heard he was a bit of a fuck. And they, that, that brought the house down every fucking time. Not a dry scene Yeah, because house. You, 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 know, you want to laugh and you want to remember the good times. I'm just a shame he's dead now, otherwise I'd hire him when I cork it. Yeah, sad how he died, wasn't it? It was, yeah. What of that mafia funeral? All those mafia brides ganged up and raped him to death. Yeah, yeah. But he did say, It's the way I wanted to go. Um, Now, let me ask you something, right? You're a billionaire or millionaire playboy, right? Not me, no. No, no. If I was. uh, Is is this the decor you would have in your house? Would you really have that carpet? I... No. I'd have him working for me. <laughs> I'd have that big titty angel statue. Of course I'd have the big titty angel statue. That goes without saying. I'd have two of them. I'd have two of them yeah. positioned scissoring in my hallway. Samurai cop there. But, like, would you have pink pillows? 
would you have that hotel painting on the wall? Yeah, I think if if I had all that money, I think what it'd be, you'd come in there, it'd be a huge house, it'd just be empty rooms, then a huge cinema screen with all the Blu-rays. Yeah. And pizza boxes. I'd have a big photograph, probably like a, a floor-to-ceiling photograph of my ball sack. And then underneath <laughs> it, I would just write, Grandpa Cross, he will be missed. <laughs> Tell everybody that it's my my grandfather. And if you're a billionaire, people are coming and going, that's a bit inappropriate. I'm rich. <laughs> I can do what I want. I thought they would come in and go, I like your Picasso. It's a work of art. Tell everyone it's a, you know. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a Harold Pincus from uh, his blue period. Yeah. Blue I, balls. I love me an original Pincus. Oh, something going on over by the veranda. Get out of here. Oh. Like that. Yeah, they're all running towards it. Since you're Rothrock. Broom versus chair. Broom wins. <laughs> so good that, that broom is made partially out of lead. Yeah. Of course, I also like this because she was, of course, forms and weapons champion, wasn't she? Oh. And the the, <laughs> munt, the ugly maid goes in the pool. He's like, yeah, get in like the. She's cleaned up. Yeah, he <laughs> goes, get get in the pool house quickly. I don't want to see through your shirt and your lousy, ugly tits. Back in the darkest police station, we still yeah. haven't paid our electricity bill. I need yeah, to. It's all going on the sign at the front. <laughs> Otherwise, people wouldn't know where we are. He's not talking to the bloke, he's just talking to his shadow. That's actually a cutout. <laughs> We're talking about an escape pod. I don't need to tell you how dangerous this one is. Look at that shirt. It's Beetlejuice. The early years. Mm. It's, it's not nice, is it? No. Oh, I thought it's Beetlejuice after he's had his head shrunk. Mr. I like a woman who doesn't have to wear sleeves. One of my best men, sir. Well, he has got great tits, but what I'm looking for really is less street night and more street walker. So I'm going to go with Cynthia Rothrock. Although well done on the tits, mate. Beautiful, beautiful tits. I know you have to do whatever you can to bring Lindell in. Actually, I think you'd find I'm very funny. I'm appearing at the comedy club tonight. I'm doing impressions of dolphins, fish, and horses. Why have they got Hitler on a wanted poster? I think they already got Hitler. <laughs> They're so backwards. We're still after that guy called Adolf Hitler. I think he's Polish. Oh, she's Jim. borrowed a jacket from uh, from Steven Seagal. Steven. This is like this is like they looked at Steven Seagal and Jeff Speakman and 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 Beetlejuice and went, let's have some of that. It looks like they've raided the Warner Brothers a lot of old clothes. Yeah. 
I hear that now in um, the Smithsonian you can see these costumes on display as part oh, of yes. a uh, movies we'd like to forget uh, <laughs> exhibit. But we can't. We, we can't. can't. Oh, look, there's another suitcase there. Yeah. Well, this this whole movie was uh, sponsored by Samsonite. Here you are. Yeah. Don't you have butlers for that? They're busy. Room okay? Also, I think a woman owns this house because there are boxes of tampons in that cupboard. Yeah, there are, yeah, for his arms. I had a heavy anal... Like, that chair does not scream millionaire playboy, does it? That chair screams 85-year-old knitwear model. (laughs) Just opens up one there. One couple, it's just old copies of Reader's Digest. <laughs> Look at my collection. <laughs> I've also Every got... Every issue of Reader's Digest. I've also got a collection of the Watchtower. <laughs> I'm really a Jehovah's <laughs> Witness. <laughs> Suddenly you're a psychiatrist? Listen up, Pop. Actually, I took psychiatry in college because the uh, teacher had the hots for me. Yeah. I used to make it dress up Carl. like... Yes. <laughs> His name was Carl. Uh, I used to make him dress up like Sigmund Freud and blast me in the bum bum. <laughs> Them's were the days. We have a problem. Who called the plumber? My staff takes care of that. I've known my staff for years. Clayton all my life. Reach somewhere else. Except the uh, new guy. Guy downstairs. He's wearing a villainous sweatshirt. He has greased, long, greasy black hair. Is this meant to be the police station? If it is, it's the nicest police station. Well, I don't, don't understand why they've got... You know, it looks nice there, doesn't it? Go behind the scenes, no lights. Yeah. Well, I'd this prefer be the it if she wasn't in light, to be honest. <laughs> She's making me feel sick. <laughs> she looks like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> from Tales from the Crypt. Have you got any wham? I've put on, I've put on Jay-Z. <laughs> I like me some Jay-Z. I like some, I like some uh, East Side rap. Have you got anything about Biggie Smalls? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if that's a person. I think I just put two things together. Yeah, Biggie Smalls is a rapper. Okay. I'm all about the Wu Tang Clan. Have I told you something? I hunt dinosaurs on this island they call Jurassic Park. I'm just taking a wee sabbatical here to tone up on the latest country and western rap music. And then I'm going right back out there. I'm going to ride raptors and fuck a T-Rex in the ass. I once gave oral sex to a triceratops and they're not even female. I got this burning fire in my pants right now. Well, maybe we it's called chlamydia, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would get that sorted out. 
best thing you ruined my best pants. Let me put it back. Holy shit! Jesus! Tell you what, she's a good bad guy, isn't yeah. she? She's proper villainous. Balls on fire, burning in my cock. Look at that high-tech security station. That's what I'm recording on tonight. <laughs> She's like, can anyone help me? I want to play Pong. How do I play Pong? She's like, I'm just an ugly maid. Well, I can see that, but do you know how to turn on Pong? I want space invaders. Damn it, it's not working. You'd think you'd get more for your millions of dollars. I like Cheez-Its. Mmm, orange juice. You'd think I... I'm holding my penis because last night Master made me put it in his <laughs> his mouth, but he wouldn't he wouldn't stop biting the tip of it. <laughs> can I keep this orange juice junk? Because I want to put it against my my painful balls. <laughs> that really hurting, sir. <laughs> Fuck off, Smithers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you again tonight at eight. Please, sir. <laughs> Please open your mouth and stop using your teeth. No, I'm a biter. I wish I'm I... a billionaire biter. I wish I'd got that job on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> you're pretty sure you know you can't. He doesn't... He doesn't seem to realise this is a movie... <laughs> it dies. <laughs> yeah, fucking sir, sir, stop holding it. your breath. Sir, stop it. If you, if you don't stop it, I'm going to have to smack you. And I'm, I'm terribly sorry about my master. He's a bit of a cunt. <laughs> she did, he did give her a look as if to go, cunt, didn't he? Yeah. I'm so sorry. I, I auditioned for Arthur, and John Gielgud got it. I auditioned for the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but I, I was too black. And uh, <laughs> this was the third movie role where I went to, to get a slightly creepy butler role, and I, I got it. Unfortunately, it's being butler for this complete arsehead. <laughs> I, I would think you'd play polo on horses that didn't all have her ankles. They've all yeah, got broken would, ankles, yeah. look. They've all got bandages. I'd do it on a, I'd do it on wooden horses. Yeah. Oh, isn't it marvellous? I do love watching polo. What's the point in polo? Isn't it like it croquet but on horses? <laughs> yeah, it's just a fuck it. It's, it's a it's a posh sport and it's, <laughs> it's bollocks. Just, it's not even a sport, is it? They just ride round no. and round hitting balls. <laughs> I mean, there's no goal. Even, there's no pegs. There's no nothing. Even the horses must be like, what are you doing? <laughs> just riding round. I'd, ra I'd rather you fuck me. To be quite truthful. This guy has um, no abdomen. He's just legs <laughs> and then arms. Look. <laughs> He's standing up. Yeah. Who's this, your girlfriend or your financial advisor? <laughs> Well, let's say I have a definite amount. $2.72. <laughs> cents. I've invested a whole dollar fifty. 
Do you mean a hundred and fifty thousand? No, a dollar fifty. <laughs> I'm oh, pulling up all I got. If they seem to be shooting, don't worry, let's just play on. I just came here to help you invest in my dildo factory. I didn't expect to get shot at. Oh, they are shooting the caviar. What absolute arseholes. <laughs> oh, you bastards. You've, you've fucking gone well ruined the pate. <laughs> My mother made that pate from her own liver. We keep her alive using special millionaire equipment, but every so often we just carve bits out of her liver and make pate out of it. I love how instead of attacking her, they wait for her to attack them. Because that's how it would work in real life. Yeah. We don't want to hit a woman before she hits you. That's it's the rule you always use, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> she went for me first. Yeah, that's why you go through the supermarket going, go on, please punch me. Please punch me. Please yeah, punch me. Yeah, I dare you. I dare you. She's got the twiddly bits. Look, she's so good at that. I don't know why in that outfit and with this kind of prowess she wasn't uh, betrothed to one of the crowned heads of Europe. She could have been our oh, next yes. queen. Queen Cynthia. She, she does look awesome in what she's wearing now. Yeah. Bit of top, posh totty. You've spoiled the tuna! I wanted to eat the tuna. Oh, has he got a skullet? Has he got a little ponytail? He's got a skullet. But he's also, what he's done is he's got the comb-over version of the skullet, which is where you leave three wispy bits of hair at the front <laughs> and then try and wax them back to join the skullet. Yeah, I've still got hair. No, you're fooling nobody. That was uh, Martin Scorsese, wasn't it? Yeah. This is what I love, because that's, uh, that's clearly faked, that close-up of that actress on the horse. She has no idea yeah. how you would actually look like if you were riding a horse. What you don't understand is one of the producers is actually below her, and she's actually riding him. Yeah. So she got the part. Only in these shots. So is he. <laughs> Since he's, he's the only the one book, actually huh? riding a horse. <laughs> oh, Master, do you have to keep doing this? Shut up and take it. <laughs> Fat old English twat. I pay you good monies. So I can blast you in the mouth with my wobbly yeah, so vein I can stick cane. my balls in your ass. <laughs> I like to keep my cock out of it, but I like to cram my balls in your ass. Yeah, I'm not gay. It's not gay if I just poke my balls into your asshole. Pretty girly. Seeing as though she's the, like, one of the most villainous women ever seen on screen, gets shot. Ah. Like, my turn. Imagine if he trampled her. What they don't realise is that made her come harder than anything's ever made her come. Yeah, she was a virgin. That's just snapped her hymen. You okay? What? What? While you're down there, Cynthia. Apparently, this news this just is... in... Oh, sorry, go ahead. That's good. good. 
Oh. I was just going to say <laughs> that role would have been better if it was uh, Roger Moore playing it. It would have been. In fact, it's a bit like the scene in View to a Kill. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Now, I'm guessing this motel is not paradise. I'm just putting it out there. Is she making meth? She is making meth. I've made you a fresh cup of meth, my lady. Oh, she's had a heavy night of ass fuckery, isn't she? Belly walk. Yeah, stunned. Oh, no, James Spader's been at her. Fucked her in the leg wound, look. Apparently, news just in, Dave Grohl broke his leg after falling off stage in a concert in Sweden, and he finished the concert yeah. anyway. Why not? Well, I can think of many reasons why not. Who wants to hear Dave Grohl sing? Yeah. Sorry, I'm Get him off. We were glad he broke his leg. We wanted to go home early. Yeah. I must be suffering delusions. Got a good smile. You should use it more. Why do you have to be... He, see, this I always felt should have been Richard Norton. Mm. He even looks a bit Norton-esque. He was probably busy. Doing what? Probably still filming Mad Max Fury Road. It did take a while. Yeah, I guess so. Let me guess. Because of your incredible charm. Oh, my big dick. You want to see it? Because of my money. It's in your bed right now. What's really funny is he said, you said, my big dick, do you want to see it? And the look on her face was like, uh, okay. <laughs> Oh, by the way, uh, anyone still listening? Um, we are still here. Top-notch horror movie. Check it out. Barbara Crampton. Top. Oh, yes, yes, Previous yes. guest, Barbara Crampton, and we are still here. Check it out, video on demand, or if it's playing at a cinema near you. Also, I can't wait to see that. Looks also, good. hopefully by next show, we'll also be able to tell you uh, a bit of an update on Jesse Johnson's The Beautiful Ones, um, a very yes. personal action movie that uh, we're hopefully going to get to see between now and then. So look out for that. Already sold in Europe, sold after 24 hours. Well done, Mr. Johnson. Dr. Johnson. Dr. Johnson. Would you like to look at the stock exchange? No, but I will read you the... Do you suppose she's cottoned on that you're the butler and I'm the millionaire? No, she doesn't suspect a thing. Jolly good. I do like this role-playing. Maybe later you could stick some wet fingers into my ear hole while you fuck me slowly from behind. I do so love that, Johnny, when you do that. And then, then let's take a cruise. We haven't taken a cruise since 86. Do you remember we went to Marbella? Oh, it was beautiful. Uh, I think I'm going to go find that maid and fire her. I do love letting go of the cleaning staff. Gives me an erection. Yeah, they're all cunts. I'm a witch! <laughs> You're fired. You've put it in the wrong teapot. 
You were meant to put it in the pink teapot that's shaped like my penis. Wait a minute. She's... My Viagra. She's going to give Cynthia Rothrock an erection she'll never forget. Okay. I must stop it. I don't... I would love it if he leapt into frame right now and rugby tackled her through that table. If he just went... That just smashed into her and she went crashing against the wall. Maria. She's giving you. She's giving you Rohypnol. She intends to do things to your minge. It's a laxative, Cynthia. You'll be shitting all day. <laughs> she means to give you blind tablets because she can't stand my shirt either. That's a bloody good fall. It is. Great if it's just shattered. It'd be great if they looked down Help. and it, it looked down and she disappeared and it just went. He walked away quickly. It'd be good if he goes. Right, best fuck her before she gets cold. <laughs> best snap that leg off and use it tonight in my sex games with Jeeves here. <laughs> good, good elves, sir. You'll be spanking me around the arse with that later, will you? You better believe it, Jeeves. Keep that shirt on as well, sir. I, I do love it, so. Reminds me of a plate my mother used to have. You look fuck all like Kevin Costner. Besides, you saved mine twice, too. We're even. But it's my job. Another job I can't... Denim really suits her. She wore a lot of denim, didn't she? She does. China O'Brien, this. She did rock the Canadian tuxedo. She did. I don't know if you follow Cynthia on Facebook, but earlier uh, this week she posted a video cover from a European, I think German or Swedish uh, version of one of her movies that was, I think, retitled like Top Cop or something like that. But it was one of her Hong Kong movies where she just plays a cop. And it was her um, in her bra holding a gun. It was a painting. Yeah, have you, have you ordered it? I have. Yeah. <laughs> I've ordered it as a poster. It's a full-size poster. That would actually be a really good poster to have, actually. Yeah. I might print that off tomorrow at work. I don't think I'll get into trouble, will I? Nah. Dick's Bar. Dick's Bar. No. Dick's bar. No dicks allowed. I'm Dick. I've also got a place it's called Dick's Spa. <laughs> and Dick's Car. It's just my yeah. car. But I've written Dick's Car along the side of it. Also, I've got this mirror in the back room that says Dick's Far. And then at the bottom, away. Because when you look at it, I'm far away. See that behind it? The, the, the bar there? Oh, the jar. Is that Dick's jar? <laughs> oh, you dumb bitch. It's just a jar. I didn't want to go overboard. My cock is in Dick's jar. I wear it all the time so that people can't rape me. Do you get, do you get a lot of people trying to rape you? Oh, you better believe it, boy. Breaking my teeth. So have you seen her recently? When I, my dick on fire. when I'm working on Windows 
5.8 and I want to save some files, I save it as Dick's Raw. <laughs> it's a computer joke for anyone who was alive in the 80s. Oh, she just ruined Dick's guitar. <laughs> starts coughing. Starts coughing. She goes, What's up? <laughs> I've got Dick's guitar. <laughs> I'm bringing up Dick's guitar. The action in this movie is good, though. Yeah, it is good. She really can handle herself. Yeah, like to that's really her speciality her. kick there. That was the scorpion. Down, down, brown, brown. That's what the music should have been. When she tells hard target music. When he tells a joke, he laughs, and it's dicks. Ha. So his cock has been burnt and knelt on by Cynthia Rothrock. And she also put a pool cue into it. Yeah. I'd go through all that just to be in a movie with Cynthia Rothrock. I don't know that this guy's on the level. Now he's wearing so minute, all denim except the minute, for a pink dicks. t-shirt. Ah. Yeah. When he goes to the dentist, they say dicks, say ah. You mean dicks are? All right. When he does animation, it's Dick's Pixar. <laughs> dicks Pixar. I take pictures of my dick and then I pay millions to have them animated. I'm a billionaire. I love I love nothing more than a fake keyboard muted trumpet. Yeah, I do. It's very fortuitous that this case links into the other case. It is, yeah. What are the odds? Very good, apparently. Very good, apparently. 50 to 1, 60 to 1. Oh, he's still alive? I didn't realise he was still alive. He's even got a shitty shirt in the hospital, look. Hi. He's wanking. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of uh, Science of Lambs. Yeah. I can I love that. That's what... I can that smell your fast. bunt cake. <laughs> it's very... It's awesome when he, uh, he says to her, in the next cell, what did he say to you? And she goes... Sherry could smell my cum. <laughs> I got this plan. I, I'm going to take over the world with these extra large banknotes. Here are some that I've had printed up earlier. I can't do good work with crayons, but what can I do? I can't just ask for ink. <laughs> I fell through a polystyrene art piece. I'll never walk again. My fibia. They look pretty groovy, though, don't yeah. they? This is for a new board game that I like to call Fucked Up Shit. <laughs> I think it'll catch on. 
You move five spaces. Everybody does before they even start. Everybody then lands on the wibbly-wobbly square. Now, the wibbly-wobbly square has a big drawing of a penis on it. Bear with me. It gets more complicated. Then, the one who has a penis who most closely matches the penis drawn on the wibbly-wobbly square gets to move forward two spaces. Everyone with a vagina gets to get shot in the face. I don't make the rules. This is just how you play the game. This seems like a bit of a sexist game. No. Jesus told me how to make the game. Jesus, who's played by Alan Bennett. (laughs) What, the British playwright from up north? Yes. Nurse, he's trying to touch my winky. (laughs) Put him in the street. Why is his leg so wide apart? You can tell he was wanking. He had a hard on. He was showing, I think, Sammy Wood, I think. Of course I wasn't involved. This is David. Good band. What, Semi Hard on? Semi Wood. Are they like Steve Winwood's new band? Yeah. Are Jack in the shit? Give me a higher love. That's all I know Steve Winwood did. Yeah. Looks like more like a fucking beauty spot, doesn't it? They can't even spell Jackie's right. It's not Jackie's, it's Jacoli's. <laughs> no, please don't oh. tell me they've killed the butler. If they've killed Jeeves. He's killed a woman again. Sorry, sir. <laughs> she made me do it. Sorry, sir, she asked me to sit on her face. I suffocated her with my bell end. It's very bulbous, sir. Neighbors came by and found the door open. Sorry. No! Where's the neighbor? I don't want to hear another word. Nothing. Not a police officer. Can I just slip my hand in his fly one last time? Would that be okay? He's still warm. Would that be in bad taste? <laughs> let let me go on. I tell you what. Just just pull his pants down a little bit. I'll just tongue his bunghole. Just a little. Just a little. We don't even have to there's any more life left in him. We don't even have to take him off the gurney. Just let me tongue his bung. Tonight on Tongueage of Bungage, Alan Peacock Pustule will be tonguing the bunghole of three members of the Canadian Parliament. As watched by Linda McCartney and Street Night. It's just calling Street Night. Well, he is off the streets. Now she's yes. drinking neat Jack Daniels. What she doesn't know is because I'm so fucking roughened up with the clap. That's really just my piss color. <laughs> <laughs> 
she's drinking my dirty liver failure clapped up piss. <laughs> I'm drinking Jeeves's. <laughs> I miss you, Jeeves. <laughs> I would love it if there was a picture. Is that a picture of Jeeves? Is that who he's crying Yeah, I, I hope so. Hobbs, do you think this is before he bought up for the Fast and Furious films? Oh, yeah, definitely. Shit, boy, where's your pride? This is Vin Diesel in his prime. <laughs> before he got all those annoying Facebook followers and was in, like, billion-dollar franchises, back when he was a real person. Yeah. Why do they call you Vin? It's because... Jeeves couldn't say Van. <laughs> and he used to love to eat Coco Van. And he used to say Coco Vin. And so that's what he called me when we were having sexual intercourse. Cock O Vin. Turns around, she's talking to nobody. She's talking to a little... Oh, she is. She's talking to a Dachshund. Yeah. yeah I do. Shut up, dog. I don't care about your problems. The dog's like, I've already got a call back from Ian McKellen. I'm doing Richard III in repertory, dear boy. I haven't got any legs. <laughs> bitch. I see they're giving you a smaller bed. I'd better have you sat on my face. <laughs> I'm in the perfect position to 69 you. <laughs> the aliens have done it to me. I don't know. I don't yeah, like lay on top of you. me. The same woman that shot you? Well, she's trying to kill Lawton. The only thing that can save him is getting those counterfeit plates. That's what she wants. I'll level with you. I was a cop, but not anymore. I quit. I'd love it if it panned down his pants and he just started to pee himself. <laughs> a huge grin came across his face. My crotch is feeling It's the picture of the butler. It's the picture of the butler with him as a young boy. That's hilarious. <laughs> I've been grooming him since an early age. I'd be so much happier if they had just let me tongue his bottom. He used to love it when I did naughty, naughty playtime. Here's the proper street now. Look, look black pole neck mm. and everything. I haven't walked around in these pleated pants for the last five minutes. I'm going to go walk around with purpose. Come on. If you tell me where he is, I'll give you a hand. <laughs> you tell me where it is, I'll show you this papier-mâché plane I made out of my own chisel. Oh, it's a helicopter. 
18 helicopter. Are you expecting a helicopter? No. Well, there's one coming. Shouldn't we do something? No. We should go out and greet them. Maybe it's strangers bearing gifts. No, oh, wait a minute. It's just a model. Force perspective. That helicopter's only about two inches high. Yeah. This whole thing's an optical illusion. She's a midget. It's Kinder Egg toy. He wakes up just... had anal sex with Elton John. And it seems to me you live your life like a crazy in a cell. Never knowing that you're pissing down your inside leg. And I would have lied to drunk it, but I was just a kid. And the urine ran out long ago, before your passion ever did. Oh, she's driving. Hello again. He's in on it. Always good to see you. Here, let me make you a drink. This does lead That's up to really a cool. fucking kick-ass ending. I think this is one of the best endings. All everyone else she's come across. All of this just for a threesome. Yeah, everyone else she has come across, she's shot in the face without even thinking about it. This guy, they both beat up long enough for Cynthia to drive all the way from New York City to LA. You don't use them. You're hiding something. It's about two hours on the freeway, though, isn't it? In America, sure. But she's driving Kit. Yeah. Hello, Michael. Shall we go to a gay bar, Michael? No, Kit. Please, Michael. <laughs> Get on your buns. What are you gonna do, McKay? Kill another cop? Damn right. Shoot, just shoot him. Just shoot him. Yeah, but it's a PM Entertainment movie, they've got to break more glass. Do you forget the end of Rage? You hit like a girl, McKay. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I always thought that was quite a good line where he goes, You fight like a girl, and she says, Thank you. <laughs> you made me bleed. Oh, he's taking off his bra. <laughs> he's like Hasselhoff's younger cousin or something. Yeah, he's like he fell off Hasselhoff. <laughs> he was attached, like a skin tag or something. <laughs> We've got the newest in skin tag technology. We've just discovered a skin tag on Hasselhoff and we've created him into a street knight. I wish she'd ripped out his throat. Store some things. Just, yeah, just rip his head off. Nobody likes a dirty cop. Hmm, I don't know. 
either that or if she just popped a boob out and just stuck it in his mouth. Yeah, just you'd one, choke him to death. Just a single boob. Yeah, as long as she doesn't. Just suckle on that for a minute. That's definitely a bloke. <laughs> that's definitely yeah, a bloke. Yeah, that's a bloke, yeah. But that's clearly a man, isn't it? Yeah, well, they've spent all the money on this ending sequence, especially on potted plants. Yeah. Yeah, imagine. Oh, she's, she's got a white top on. I hope it's not see through. Oh, they're going to double team that. Water yeah, I don't speed. need to see that. Well, I don't know about you, I do. What? What else do you get Double to see? Team. Linda McCartney and Cynthia Rothrock cop it. Okay, asshole. Start it up. Let's go for a ride. I'm just a okay. tour guide helicopter. It's TC. It's TC from Magnum. That that's right there. Yeah, just in the middle of the ocean. It's called the Cigarette Lady. Yeah. Cigarette Lady, you're the lady I love, and I want you to smoke as I'm giving you a poke. Cigarette Lady. Like sounds like an Eric Clapton song. Angel from above, when I'm fucking you deep. Tonight. Smoke away. I want you to get cancer. Cigarette late. <laughs> you are a dancer. We will have intercourse on my boat tonight. That's as number one written all over it. <laughs> it does. Are you like a cigarette packet? Can we put 20 inside you? (laughs) (laughs) Boat's fucking huge compared to bad guy's boat. Well, it's because it's made entirely out of cigarettes. Yeah. This is such a good fight, chasing... Imagine if it ended on a really damp, damp way. She goes, oh, she's gone over into international waters. Yeah. Oh, fuck it, she's gone then. Yeah. Turn the boat around. She, she gave us all the money back and showed us that she didn't really kill anyone, that it was all just fake blood squibs. Yeah, she said sorry. Oh, well, let's go home. This must have cost a fair bit. If nothing else, just uh, a wonderful excuse to have a wet T-shirt competition with these two women. Yeah, you're never going to grumble, are you? No. Here we go, great stunt coming up. Ding, 
It's like face off. It's like face on. Yeah, she's like absolutely her undercarriage. I want to put my face on her undercarriage. It's done. Oh, nice Blue. I, my dad used to have a boat, and I, I'm telling you, I don't know how many times when we were pulling it into more that <laughs> it would explode. The moment and it was the, only a canoe. Yeah, the moment the boat hit dry land, it exploded. Hmm. I almost lost my it's knees what they were three made times. Out of. Yeah. Well, they were made out of uh, asbestos. No, Very not quite. asbestos. Asbestos doesn't. Oh, does it? No. It's the opposite. I didn't know I was coming back. I did. I'm going off to get drunk with some hobos. Yeah, we're going, I'm going to some railway lines to take some naked shots for them. The hobos are like, please don't. <laughs> please go away, Linda McCartney. We told you before. Huge nipples on that. Yeah, I prefer smaller nips. Need protection. Don't you carry that in your wallet? Use a condom. That's what he says. Yeah, she says, "Don't you keep that in your wallet?" And and he says, "For special occasions." And she says, "Are you going to join me upstairs for a special occasion?" See, told you that's what she says. Dirty, 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 very, very naughty. He runs upstairs. What he doesn't realise. He starts taking his clothes off because he thinks they're going to have sex. They run into the bedroom. Surprise birthday party. He went, I thought we were going to have a special occasion. Well, it is a special occasion. It's your birthday. Do. Hey, look, look. What? Mr. Munchkin was in the film. Was he? Mm-hmm. Probably cast hey, himself. Rickman. Probably cast himself as uh, one of those uh, people at the mansion with all the bikini women. <laughs> Just think now, he went from a life of having scantily clad women surrounding him to just being with Cynthia Rothrock. Yeah. What now, would you do? Is this not the most porny music ever? I was, I was expecting say, this. This music does not fit the film. I was expecting that during this music you'd see a slight fade up, and they would just be like gyrating on the bed together. Fight coordinator. Cole McKay. Oh, Richard, Richard Norton. Norton. So why wasn't he in the movie? No idea. I look. That was. That's weird, isn't it? Hmm. Honey Wagon by Florian. <laughs> That's one of those things where you're like, Honey Wagon? What are you talking about? I love that trip du bois. Man, there was oh, yes. I love that main title design. Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't this the best title design you've ever seen? It's like white yes, writing it's on very black. black and white. <laughs> I'm glad they gave themselves a credit, really, because otherwise I would have had to have hunted them down and been like, Who did the titles at the end of Guardian Angel? 
Never seen anything so beautiful in all my days. <laughs> it should have won one of those Oscars. Yes. I think it should win Best Oscar for something like Best Titles. PM Entertainment Group Incorporated. I love it. What a fantastic movie. I enjoyed that, Doc. Thanks so much. No, it was a good film. I enjoyed that. Good. Good to see Cynthia Rothrock kicking the shit out of people. And I don't know what we're going to come back with next time, but it's, it's bound to be good. And uh, Oh, it's always good. It's always good. It's always good to hang out with you and watch a movie, dude. Absolutely. And let's not forget, we are going to play ourselves out with tonight... Uh, too Close to Paradise for Mr. Chris Taylor. Thank you for listening, Mr. Taylor.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.